Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, she's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. I had a busy weekend. I trust that uh, you had a safe weekend and a busy weekend. Maybe maybe you got to relax. I relaxed yesterday. It was a good day. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we once again come before you. Hopefully, Father, as a humble people in gratitude and praise. Praise for your love and your grace and your mercy. And I know I say those words every day, but they are so true. All that you do for us and your patience. Hmm. May we be a humble people that return to you, Father. We ask for your protection over this nation, Father. We know we don't deserve your protection. We deserve your wrath. But I beg you, Father, for your patience and your protection over your people, over this nation, and over the leadership, Father, that maybe, I pray, many will have a change of hearts. We thank you for the blessings you have always given this country. We have so much to be thankful for. And our natural resources, our vast lands, we want for nothing. And yet we are a people that want everything. Guide us, Father. Give us courage and wisdom. Make us a people who are quick to do your work, God the Father. I pray that you will use CSE Talk Radio and me. Bless me. Bless my listeners. Bless my sponsors and advertisers. And may we all be blessings one to another. Father, we ask these things for such a time as this, in Jesus' name, amen. I had a busy weekend, I already mentioned that. Um, on Saturday evening, I attended um, a Republican club meeting here, and um, I gave the a tribute, a recitation, that explains the words, I'm sure it's romanticized, it was done by a, a Mr. Gibbs, a David Gibbs, years and years ago, and and I uh, typed it out as I listened to him, because I couldn't find it in text, but it explained the words of the National Anthem, and what a war our founding fathers spent. Now, when we think of the founding fathers, we think of George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, and Monroe, and, and Ben Franklin, and all those, you know, John Adams. We think of all those big names. But those that were in battle, they're the ones who won the victory at the end of the day. 
Yesterday was D-Day, June 6th of 1944, when our men went up that hill in Normandy. You know, it was quite the battle. Many didn't make it. But just as our founding fathers, they were fighting for freedom. There's always someone who wants to take your freedom away. Usually we think of it as being some foreign entity, which, yes, they are. China, Russia, Iran, all of them. They want to take your freedom away. I don't think Britain cares anymore, but they might. Somebody might debate that with me. I don't think, uh, you know, some of those really care anymore. They're still battling for their own freedom. But it's our own people right now who are trying to do that. So as I was thinking of that, and I watched um, Trey Gowdy last night. He's got a new show called Sunday, Sunday Night or something like that. And he made the comment about Norman, about D-Day. And as we see what they did, were we worth it, is what he said. Well, I'm going to ask, what do we do to honor these men? Not just those on D-Day, although that's been the closest. That was just, you know, yesterday. And what about all those who go to battle for us? In World War II, we had, uh, most of us have relatives that were in that. Some of them were prisoners of war. The National Anthem is about, was when uh, Francis Scott Key, as a lawyer, went to negotiate for the release of our prisoners. And that's when Britain decided to try and remove Fort Henry. But the prisoners that were down in the boat, they were praying that that flag would not go down. It's it's quite the story, and like I said, I'm sure it's romanticized, but it does give you a whole different perspective of why the words are as they are in the National Anthem. As I was looking through the news last night, and I took notes in church yesterday, I I know this is this is going to sound silly to you, but I'm going to say lions and tigers and bears, oh my, liars and leeches and liberals, oh no, Democrats and socialists and evil scientists, what the, politicians and parasites and progressives must go. I shared with this with you last week, and I, you know, there for a while, several years ago, I had shared it several times, um, this is out of Proverbs 6, 16 through 19. There are six things the Lord hates, seven that are detestable to him, haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked schemes, feet that are quick to rush into evil, a false witness who pours out lies, and a person who stirs up conflict in the community. Now, when I was writing it out, I didn't put it here on on this, but, you know, the shedding of innocent blood, is that not what abortion is? And the wickedness to to stir up conflict, the instigators that we have going on across this nation, 
not just those protesters that are doing the work, but the ones that are helping them do it, the ones that keep going on. Well, anyway, when we read this, I, I wrote, me thinks today's American politicians and those who are party loyalists, so be careful who you are loyal to, fall into one or all of these descriptions. If God hates such things, so should we. Beware, America. So to where do we fall as Americans? What mark is on you? What identifies you? The woke crowd isn't new. They're just getting louder and more obnoxious and dangerous every day. They are adamant about their crimes being normal. Let's briefly just look at a few of the things they say that, well, which are opposite of God's word. When we actually look at it that way, we can certainly see why the Democrat Socialist Woke Party of evil scientists want to remove God. I'm full of opinions, but my thoughts aren't what matter in the scheme of things. It doesn't take a genius, however, to see that this nation is heading the wrong way. Abortion, for example. My body, my choice. That's what they're telling you. Except when they want to force you to get a, a vaccine. But this is about abortion. And it's about immorality. And I hear the music, so I'm going to hold off on that. We'll start right there when we come back. I have, I have several things I want to share with you today. And I have two things that are good news. We like good news. We like winning. And no, <laughs> we were never tired of winning. Come back, Trump. Come back. <laughs> I have stories on him, and I have a story about him. And uh, some things to share, several quotes. I think you'll find them very interesting, and I hope thought-provoking. I know that I'm not the only one opinionated out here. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot heart, set your table with Liberty, the new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes are American Eagle and the Statue of Liberty. Each piece of the Liberty flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message, liberty for all and we love America. Order your set now and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. 
Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rule America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in Rule America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, Rule America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. And we have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. So I was going to give you just at least one example here. Of, and I already read the seven things that God finds that he hates. But here's an example of how they twist the words. And their words are the opposite of what God's word is. And that is with abortion. It's my body, my choice. But in 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20. And this just, well, they didn't talk about this in church yesterday. This came to my mind. I don't know. Sometimes my mind wanders when I'm supposed to be going another direction. It says, do not, do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. Now, in another, in the verses just before that, it's talking about sexual immorality. All kinds of sexual immorality was going on. It isn't nothing new. My granny used to say there's no new sins, just new ways of doing them. But the lies have been told and we have been stolen. Our liberty has been stolen. Our life, our lives have been stolen. And the pursuit of happiness has been stolen. Let's just look at some of the lies before we get into the news for today. Separation of church and state. That's a lie. But they love that lie, and I have an article about some a victory we've had on that. The separation of church and state means the state stays out of the church, not the church stays out of the state. You understand that, right? The lie that only certain guns can be allowed for our own safety, and they, the government, need you to register your weapons. Shall not be infringed covered all of that. 
But political pundits ignore that part. Climate change is a threat. Of course, it's basically non-existent as they lay it out. And I am hearing more and more people speaking up that it's a hoax. <laughs> Levin said it last night. Yay. <laughs> Yay, Mark. <laughs> Good. I know he's smarter than me, but I saw this a long time ago. But people have been afraid to say it. You need to not be afraid to speak the truth. Abortion is not health care. Health care is not a right. And insurance is not health care. Governments should own and preserve certain lands. That's not true. But that's what you want to, they want you to believe. And so now we're fighting all kinds of land grabs that are going on across. Not now. It's been going on for a while. But it's getting, like I said earlier, they're getting a little more bold, a little louder, and a little more obnoxious. And dangerous. For the fight of racism, we must now be racist. That's that critical race theory. It's about dividing, not righting a wrong. The Emancipation Proclamation did that. And what about the good old Endangered Species Act and the rewilding of America? And now we see people being attacked and we see a problem with wolves in areas. So you say, what can I do about all that? Well, last week I gave you a list of things that I thought you could do. It is our right and it is our duty to to act. I won't read those again, but you're going to be seeing them pretty soon. We're going to I'm going to write them out as an article and we're going to put it on the on my website and I'll probably give it to Mindy for hers. But if we do nothing, we are helping evil triumph. Now, this scripture was used in church yesterday, out of Luke thirteen six through 9. It's the parable of the, of the barren fig tree. And he told his parable, this parable, A man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came seeking fruit on it and found none. And he said to the, to the, the vine dresser, Look, for three years now I have come seeking fruit on this fig tree, and I find none. Cut it down. Why should it use up the ground? And he answered him, Sir, let it alone this year also, until I dig around it and put on some manure, fertilizer. Then it should bear fruit next year. Well and good, but if not, you can cut it down. So what fruit can God's children bear here in America next year? Do we do we need to put some fertilizer on, or do we need to to remove some manure from our politics? He's more generous if he allows. He's more than generous if he allows us another year, one more year. I have some quotes. Like I said, I have three articles. Actually, I've got four now that I want to share with you. Two of them are really good news. I hope they are thought provoking. And encouraging. So let's get to it. Let's bring America home. So here's some of the quotes. I give Rudy credit for this. He didn't make the quotes. He just prints them off and gives them to me and says, I think these will be good today. This is a Thomas Jefferson quote. The policy of the American government is to leave its citizens free, (laughs) neither restraining them or aiding them in their pursuits. Do you think that's the policy of today's politicians? But that's how we were established. 
not to be dictated from D.C., but to be governed locally. So we all get captured by the shiny. Here's another one from Thomas Jefferson. When all government, in little as in great things, shall be drawn to Washington as the center of all power, it will render powerless the checks provided of one government or another, and will become as venal and oppressive as the government from which we separated. Oh, my goodness. Is that not a huge thing to stop and think about? And this is from a Judge Lawrence tribe. He is an American legal scholar and a professor at Harvard University. Um, He says, The Bill of Rights is designed to protect individuals and minorities against the tyranny of the majority. But it's also designed to protect the people against bureaucracy, against the government. That's what it was always intended to do. A republic protects individual rights. Democracy is majority rule. Try to kindly, and it's not easy, but always use the word republic and kindly correct those who use the word democracy. Now, I didn't get to see it. I'm going to watch it here later. I've got it on... um, on video from um, the Epic Times. But Donald Trump spoke before the North Carolina Republican Convention on Saturday. And these are just a few quotes. He said that the survival of our country depends on our ability to elect Republicans at every level. Now, I mentioned this. Now, not rhinos. Don't elect any rhinos. I mentioned this before the last election. Stop voting for Democrats, even if you think your Democrat's a good guy. They're not speaking up against what the Democrat Party stands for. And when the Democrat Party believes in removing God completely, you need to get rid of them. All of them. Not that the Republicans are good guys, all of them. No, they're not. The former president also said, as we gather tonight, our country is being destroyed right before our very own eyes. Crime is exploding. Police departments are being ripped apart and defunded. Can you believe that? He says, our border is wide open. Illegal immigration is skyrocketing at a level never seen before. Drugs are pouring in. Gas prices are soaring. Our industries are being pillaged by foreign cyber attacks. The media and Democrats and the so-called experts are now finally admitting that I first said 13, what I said first, 13 months ago, the evidence demonstrates that the virus originated in a Chinese government lab. China must pay, he says. The time has come for us and world and the world to demand reparations and accountability from the CCP. Remember, I am not the one trying to undermine American. I hated he said this, democracy. I'm going to write him a little note, Rudy. I'm the one that's trying to save it. Please remember that. President Trump is a republic, and I know that he knows that, because that's what he said in his dark inaugural speech 
that they were going to restore the republic. He didn't say they were going to restore the democracy, no. So, I know we're going to head into a break shortly, but I wanted to uh, mention this to you. There's an article on uh, American greatness. Trump versus Pelosi, a marquee matchup for the speakership. What would happen if Donald Trump became Speaker of the House? He could run for representative somewhere in some county there in uh, Florida. And he probably would win. I don't see all the Democrats and Rhino Republicans allowing him to be the Speaker of the House. But it's a thought to ponder. And I kind of think we'll just go down that road for just a few minutes when we come back from this break. Just think about that. And I'm going to put another little bug in your ear. There's nothing that says the Speaker of the House has to be an elected representative. Ponder that one a little bit. Kind of a dangerous thought, but ponder it. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we'll be right back. Turn to listening to CSE Talk Radio. Well, this article is written by a Nicol- uh, Nicholas Waddy, I guess, W A D D Y, and it's with American Greatness. I hope you're using American Greatness, and even more important, I hope you're using uh, Connect the, uh, what's it called, Networks, um, Direct Discover the, Discover the Networks. Thank you, Rudy. I don't know why I can't think of those. And um, they actually just lay out facts. Uh, and you can come to your own conclusions. They just lay out facts of of what some of these politicians say. I had one last week that I, I, I kept and haven't read it in, in depth yet. They're kind of lengthy. But it's very interesting, and I think it's very important that we know what these politicians, where they have been, who they are connected with. And then you can kind of understand where they're going. And why they do as they do. And last week it was Debbie Wasserman Schultz. It's interesting. Very interesting. I think they had John Sullivan on there too. That was the young man that's um, with BLM. uh, And uh, was one of the instigators on January 6th. Think about that. So this guy is talking about Trump versus uh, Pelosi. What a marquee matchup that would be for speakership. Uh, Now, some of those following on Facebook said, I hope Trump doesn't fall for that. Well, I don't think he will, but it is an interesting thought. I don't know that the rhinos would allow him to be speaker, even if he won a representative spot. And if he lost, that would be kind of a bad thing. So it says last week, the radio host, which I don't know who this guy is, Wayne Allen Root, asked Donald Trump, About the idea floating around here and there, because there's been people talking about this for several months now, that he should run for Congress in 2022 with the goal of helping Republicans retake the majority and uh, replacing Nancy Pelosi as Speaker of the House. Well, he goes on, he says, first of all, he could almost certainly find a district in which he could win handily and And Republicans, especially rural Republicans, just adore him. The vast majority of Republican primary voters want Trump to remain the dominant figure in the the party. 
Moreover, Trump likes to win. He loves winning. It said running in the House for the House in 2022 would be the easiest, quickest way for him to get back into national politics and resume his winning streak. You know, I don't know that that's necessarily true. Now, I'm not, I don't have a degree in political science, but I'm just thinking how much people love him. And, of course, later they say they don't in this article, and I'll share that with you. But if he would just start holding rallies again, it would just drive them absolutely bonkers. And if you watched Mark Levin last night, he was talking about what they, how they're going after President Donald Trump. And then he gave a little background about some of these prosecutors. And I'm telling you what, they are dirty little criminals. He goes, second of all, Trump undoubtedly wants the midterm elections to be nationalized and to vindicate himself, him personally. If he was a candidate for the House in 2022, resumably, very every House race would become a referendum on Trump. Well, I think they will anyway as he starts uh, um, endorsing this guy or that guy. That's just my opinion. It's it's going to be Trumpism no matter how, how we go about it. Now, I want you to understand, Trump won't be here forever. You must understand that. And this attack on Trump isn't truly about Trump. They didn't mind him. They didn't care that he was a playboy. None of that stuff ever mattered before. I mean, they loved Weinstein. But they hated Trump. Trump wasn't near as bad as Weinstein. But he wasn't necessarily a good boy either. He was playboy. But he didn't get involved in human trafficking and rape and those kind of things. Thirdly, he says, control of the House would give Republicans a platform from which to deliver a ceaseless series of attacks on the Biden administration's policies. Well, that's true. They could be doing that now, even though they don't have the majority. I get upset that Republicans stay so quiet because... Evil triumphs when good people do nothing. So do they want the evil to triumph? Are they afraid to speak out? And the ones that have been speaking out, they're being attacked. Tom Cotton, and I didn't like everything Tom Cotton did. Um, Matt Gates. I know Mindy's uh, got family in the state of California, and he didn't help some of them very much in her uh, cavalry group when we're talking about the animal rights activists, he wasn't very supportive against them. And I think it's because he doesn't understand. He doesn't know. Maybe somebody should write him a letter. Maybe they did. I don't know. We did. Yeah, we did write him a letter, didn't we? Yes, we did. He didn't write back. No, he didn't. Well, he's a little busy. (laughs) Lastly, he says in this article, a Trump run for the House and implicitly for the speakership Next year would give him one critical advantage. It would pit him against one of the few American politicians, Nancy Pelosi, who is as unpopular as he is. Then he goes in and he talks about their unpopularity. Well, I don't know how anybody can like Nancy Pelosi. For one, I can't watch her talk because I can't. I have issues with her teeth falling out. (laughs) I just have issues with that. So as far as I'm concerned, she can wear her mask forever. I don't care. 
But she doesn't make any sense. She's she's uh she doesn't make any sense when she talks. But she is a dangerous woman. But he goes on and he says that Trump is is uh is not popular either. Well, then he says, let's face it. 81 million Americans didn't vote for Sleepy Joe in 2020. That I agree with. 100% I agree with that. I don't necessarily agree wholeheartedly with this next statement. They voted, by and large, to reject the repudiated Donald J. Trump. I agree with some of that. But I believe that there wasn't 80 million Americans who voted. There were Americans who voted, and there were Americans who voted against Donald Trump. But there were not 80 million voters for Sleepy Joe Biden. Oh, Biden. No, they didn't. And that's why the American people know that something happened in the 2020 election. We know that it was dirty. We know it was. You don't board up windows to hide what you're doing inside an election area where they're counting the ballots if you're not up to no good. They weren't keeping COVID out by putting paper and cardboard over the windows to keep people from seeing in. What were they up to? Well, we're in those uh, briefcases, not briefcases, those... those uh, uh, Suitcases with all those ballots. Who hides suitcases under a table? The Grinch that stole liberty. (laughs) That's right. The Grinch that stole liberty. They tried to steal liberty. But by golly, the American people, I started to say, Trump's not going to be here forever. But the American people should be here forever. Not you and me, but the posterity, the next generations. That was one thing that came up during the Republican Club meeting that that, uh, I was at on Saturday night. Rudy's one of the, he's one of the officers here in the Montauk County area. And it's, you know, I don't like to go to those meetings. I just be quite honest. I don't like to go to them. I'm but I did, did it. I, I enjoyed I, this presentation and the singing. You did thank awesome. you. Thank you. Uh, they, it was pretty dangerous for, for Sarah to ask a, a preacher and a, and a talk show host to start out the I know. Night. I thought we'd never get to eat. <laughs> In short, I think this is a—it's a fun idea to kick around. I don't think it's necessarily a good idea, but then you go back and you understand that there's no place in the Constitution where it says the Speaker of the House has to be an elected representative. Now we could go down all kinds of rabbit holes with that. The Speaker, if he's not elected or she is not elected, then they're—they're they're third in line to be President of the United States, but they're not elected. So that's a curious thing, but then again, most people wouldn't elect Pelosi, except Californians. It's just a curious thing. Anyway, it's fun to, to kick around, but we have other things to cover. And oh my gosh, this hour is gone. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio, and we will be right back. As 
a business owner, when was the last time you asked yourself if you have the right commercial insurance coverage? You need business insurance to protect everything you're building. One disaster without the right insurance could hurt your business, and larger deals you're trying to close may require that you have it. We recommend CoverWallet for all your business insurance needs. In just two minutes, with their award-winning technology, they can offer you free competitive quotes from top insurance carriers nationwide. CoverWallet has helped tens of thousands of businesses, startups, restaurants, truckers, construction companies, landscaping companies, beauty salons, consultants, and they can help you. No business is too big or too small. And it's a free call to find out. Protect your business. Get the right insurance for your business. Call CoverWallet right now. 800-220-7612. 800-220-7612. That's 800-220-7612. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-296-1213. That's 800-296-1213. Hi, this is Beth Ann. The inventor and CEO of MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt so soft in the store, but then when you got it home and tried to use it, it wasn't absorbent at all? That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually will dry you. They're debuting the MyPillow six-piece towel set that includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now you can buy one and get one free with the promo code BETHANN. Go to MyPillow.com now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty with their 60-day money-back guarantee. To get your buy one, get one free MyPillow towel set, go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, and enter promo code BETHANN, or call at 1-800-978-6168. That's MyPillow.com, and the promo code is Bethann. You're familiar with Range Magazine, packed with hard, cold facts regarding the battles we face out on the range and at home. Beyond the battles are beauty and pictures and words that will take you to another place and time. CJ and Range Magazine have produced a line of hardbound books that should be a part of your home library. The most recent publication is Cowboys and Critters, containing unique photos of the people and animals that make up the ranching world. These beautiful books, which make fantastic gifts, have won numerous awards, such as the prestigious Wrangler Award, first place in journalism, Will Rogers Gold Medal Award, so many honors, great photos, and wonderful poems and stories of the West. Reflections of the West, Brushstrokes and Balladeers, The Embar, The Call of the Cow Country. You can't resist the art and cowboy poetry books. 
Visit rangemagazine.com for a complete list of prices. Call 1-800-RANGE-4-U. That's 1-800-726-4348. Be sure to let them know Beth Ann sent you. And we have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. We are running out of time on the final segment. That's my fault. I got to gabbing too much, I guess. But <laughs> the article that prompted the lead-in lines of tigers and bears and liars and leeches and, and whatevers <laughs> is Paratus parasitis once it's host alive but not healthy. So I'm going to say that for later this week unless something else comes up. We are expecting another... Uh, newsletter from uh, the Voice of the Patriot to come any day. But I have two good news, and I think we should all, always share good news because that's encouraging. Now, most of you heard about the Illinois uh, second grader that had her Bible at recess. She took her Bible to recess. Now, I don't know how many of you, I don't know your faith, I don't know your denomination. When a child comes to know the Lord, sometimes... They are so excited that they want to read his word. And that's the way all of us should be. Well, we get busy with life and life gets in the way and we put God's word to the side. And we'll all read it when I get time. But we'll pick up other books and read. We'll pick up crazy articles and read them. Rudy and I do a, a devotional in the mornings and uh, we've been doing that for the last two or three years now. And we really enjoy that. Kind of helps us get started. But this Illinois girl had her her Bible taken away from her. But she won. It's a, a win for the religious liberty was reported last week after school officials reversed their decision to ban a student from bringing her Bible to school. The parents of Gabrielle, a second grader in Illinois. Now, she's second grade. She's probably about seven years old. Contacted the American Center of Law and Justice, that's the ACLJ, after their daughter's Bible was taken away during recess. The young girl likes to read her Bible aloud, sometimes while other kids listen. And that recess is free time, right? A teacher recently told Gabrielle, you just can't be doing that. Then contacted her parents and advised them that she was forbidden to bring her Bible back. School officials, of course, the ACLJ got involved, and the school officials said it would only allow Gabrielle to read her Bible outside during recess, but not inside. However, interesting enough, the school verified that no student or parent had complained about Gabrielle's reading during recess. The ACLJ sent a letter to the school highlighting specific cases throughout history where students were permitted to express their views, I think that's what the First Amendment says, on religion unless... School believed the measure could materially and substantially disrupt the work of and and discipline of the school. In other words, she can't just jump up in the middle of class and math class. You know, I don't like math. Let's study the Bible a little bit. You know, she can't do that. They are there to learn. In Gabrielle's case, imposing limits on second graders' right to read the Bible on the playground or inside the school was unjustified since it wasn't causing a disruption. So they won the case. That is a good thing. But you need to be aware of these teachers because they have fallen for that lie that I mentioned in my monologue about separation of church and state. Now, 
Here's a huge win for the Second Amendment. My husband was reading this in the, in the newspaper, and I said, I want that article. So he cut it out for me. Here it is. A judge overturns California's 32-year ban on assault weapons. Yeah. It says the U.S. District Judge Roger Benetz of San Diego ruled on Friday the state's definition of illegal military state Style rifles unlawfully deprives law-abiding Californians of weapons commonly allowed in most other states and by the U.S. Supreme Court. Under no level of heightened scrutiny can the law survive, he said. Well, Governor Newsom, you know, the one that's above the rule of law all the time, he condemned the situa- the decision, calling it a direct threat to public safety and the lives of innocent Californians. But abortion is not, you know, it's not a public safety hazard. Like the Swiss Army knife, the popular AR-15 is a perfect combination of home defense weapon and homeland, homeland defense equipment. Good for both home and battle. Assault weapons, are, as defined by the law, are more dangerous than other firearms and are dis- disproportionately used in crimes, mass shootings, and against law enforcement with more result casualties, said the state general's office, they argued. And of course, the attorney general's office there in the state of California, he's a liberal. So he was, he's going to fight this judge. But the judge, I think, this is a win, people. This is a big win. He says, the case is not about extraordinary weapons lying at, at at the outer limits of Second Amendment protection. The banned assault weapons are not bazookas, howitzers, or machine guns. Those arms are dangerous and solely useful for military purposes, he said, the judge. Instead, the firearms deemed assault weapons are fairly ordinary, popular, modern. The judge said, despite California's ban, there currently are an estimate of 185,569 assault weapons registered in that state. (laughs) They were grandfathered in before California's evolving definition of an assault weapon. So Probably twice that many that (laughs) are No one else. Rody, you think people would do that? No. So we've had a couple of wins. I believe the woke people and their stupidity and their tyranny is waking up the American people who love liberty. And these lies that I shared with you in the monologue, these lies that go against God's word, go against the Constitution, they've stolen life. They're taking the babies, you know that. And they're taking the children. There's no reason to teach a children how to touch itself or pornography when they're six years old. Somebody in Sunday school said, that's something that comes natural later. And I said, you didn't have to teach them to pick their nose. They do that, you know. It's something that there's only one reason to do it, and that's to corrupt the children. They want your children. They want your guns because they want your land, and they want your liberty. So they're going to keep fighting to get get them. So this is a win-win today. Take your Bibles to school. 
be gracious. Don't do it to be a defiant little person. You know, my son took some guff his senior year. He was teaching Bible study before school. He didn't take guff from the school. But his football coach didn't appreciate it. He took some guff there. But he had a following of students, not following him, but following his Bible study time before school. Isn't that what we want? Isn't that what we want? We want freedom. There is no such thing as separation of church and state. It's keep the state out of the church, not the church out of the state. You are to be free to speak and show your faith. Because they weren't free to do that under the King of Britain. And so that was number one. They watched their pastors getting whipped and beat to death because they didn't follow the king and what his faith. It was really a denomination war back then. You know, America, it's time that we started doing what we can do to bring America home. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com Well, my mom smokes and my dad smokes and I saw them smoking, so I tried it. They're telling me not to smoke, but they smoke themselves. When it comes to smoking, are you sending mixed signals? But when you teach someone a certain way to do things and you go back on that certain way, it sends mixed signals to the person that they're trying to teach. The parents need to be the example. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Your call is being transferred to the listening ear. Listening professionals dedicated to hearing you. Hello, listening ear. Who am I listening to? Um, Carrie, but I was calling my mom. Yes, you were, but your mom was so busy she felt it was important for you to have someone who could completely focus on listening to you and you alone. So she subscribed to our service. Go ahead. I'm listening. Well, I'm not quite sure. Where to start? Well, I can listen to school issues like science projects. I can listen to boy problems, although that's an extra $3 per call because of the emotional drain on me. How about we start with how you wish you had made cheerleader? I didn't try out for cheerleader. Uh, this isn't uh, Mary? Carrie. I'm Carrie. Oh, oh, sorry. There is no substitute for a loving parent. And when you really listen, love is what they'll hear. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. For more tips on strengthening your family, visit family.mormon.org. <laughs> 